Welcome to the Second Course Podcast, a production of Coppell Bible Fellowship. Every week we discuss our sermon series to expand on what God is teaching us. Grab a chair and join us at the table. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another exciting, fun-filled episode of the Second Course Podcast. And if it's not fun-filled, we guarantee you, you can have your money back. But, <laughs> Guaranteeing. Yeah, okay. no, I'm just kidding. Because, you know, you're not paying for this. There but we enjoy having you every week join us as we sit around a table as pastors and discuss the message from this week. And I am joined once again by Barkef and Michael. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing same great. Same old. You guys Come feeling, on now. You guys feeling pretty good? You know, mm. not not no tension, anything going on? Just loosey <laughs> no. goosey. Because Lucy-goosy. we're talking about stress. <laughs> there, there we have it. But and not we're just stress. About success. Yes. There you go. Under, Under stress, stress. Because that was the name exactly. of our uh, that was the name of our message. As we are continuing in First Peter. Um, and I got to tell you, I you know, out of all the messages in this series, which have been fantastic, this one, this was like a kick in the gut for me. And oh, uh, that's right. it was good. It was great. I mean, I, I, I got to be honest. I went in there and it was exactly what God was like. Okay, this is where you need to start listening. In fact, the Holy Spirit looked over at me while we were sitting there and uh, in the middle of it and just looked at me and went, uh-huh. Yep, yep. Is the Holy Spirit's name Kim? Yeah, well, yes, you know, yes, yes, yes. Right. life. She works for the Spirit. Yes, <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, Barkev, why don't you just run us through the uh, the message this week, and then we'll get into it. Sure. As you have mentioned, we entitled it uh, Success Under Stress, because as we come to uh, chapter 5 of First Peter, particularly as we come to these uh, three verses, 5, 6, and 7, He's discussing the whole issue of the stress and anxiety that all the folks he's been sharing with have been going through. And we know they have been going through it because he brings up suffering uh, at least 16 times. He brings up trials at least once. In fact, it talks about, you know, don't be surprised about the fiery trials that you find yourself in. And so we know the folks have been under a lot of stress. And in that process, he begins to address What's the best way to handle life while you're under stress? And he'd already spoken to different segments of the church body and talked to the whole church body about the fact that all of us have situations, relationships in life where we humble ourselves and submit ourselves to others' needs above our own, whether it's in the public arena through uh, submission to legitimate government, if it's a private uh, arena in the home between the husband and the wife or relationships at home, or if it's in the professional arena between uh, employer and employee, that there's times that we need to just simply humble ourselves and say, all right, how can I be of service to you first? Mm -hmm. And he steps into that here. After having already spoken to the elders, now he's talking to the entire church, first the younger folks, those who are under the charge of the under-shepherds, and then to the entire body. And he says, look, clothe yourself with humility toward one another. So we just looked at this five things that we can take from this in order to deal with stress in a successful way. We want to be humble toward others. What are the needs of those around you rather than concerning yourself with your own needs that that just changing that focus has a way of relieving stress, that now it's not about me and my stuff, it's how can I serve you? So so, yeah. so we talked about the fact that being humble is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself 
less and practicing putting others' needs above your own. And we talked about it being humble under God because he talked mm-hmm. about that very specifically. In fact, he says that God is opposed to the proud but gives grace to the humble, that is, favor in their situation. Mm-hmm. And he does that to the humble. And we, we spent some time on that because the one person I don't want to have as my enemy would be yeah. Almighty God. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. And right. then finally, we talked about the idea that we can cast all of our anxieties upon God, mm-hmm. and He invites us to do that, not just some of our struggles, all of our struggles, mm-hmm. and that we should cast them regularly, throw them upon Him, get them, not ride them on our own shoulders, and that if we'll do that sooner rather than later, mm-hmm. we'll find it easier to do, and we'll see God demonstrate the reality that He does care for us. Mm-hmm. Man, it was so good, and one of the things I, lo- I loved about it was at the beginning talking about the stress, and you said anxiety literally means split mind, mm-hmm. and and I kind of never thought about it that way, mm-hmm. and then my mind started going to thinking of living in the spirit or living in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Which half of your mind was that? <laughs> yeah, 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 which half? Yeah, which so half? when you said that... My mind was divided in that <laughs> <it> moment. <laughs> they were both in the spirit. I was listening and I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, just thinking through the anxiety, man, that's so true that it's split mind and, and it's like the split nature, you know, that we have we battle against. And so how, how often are, are our minds mm-hmm. thinking of these things and causing the stress and this weight and... And but if we were to live in the spirit more, be more attuned to that, man, how much more free would we be? Yeah. So anxiety right. is is a spiritual battle, Absolutely. and so I love that you brought that out. And then the other thing about this, just from a practicality standpoint, was I love that at the end of each of, of each little point you pointed out, you, you said, "Hey, so let's practice some of this." Okay, yeah. we're, this isn't like I'm not going to command you go do it. You're not going to be perfect in this. And you had something to sum up what you just mm-hmm. shared, but in a very hands-on way. And so when you were saying, "Like, so what does this mean? Practice, but it's so basic. Practice putting others' needs above your own." I was like, "That's yes." That's tangible. I can do that. I can think about that this week. It's yeah. attainable. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. I could, you know, start the process. I'm going to go home to my wife and three kids, and I think I can put this into practice this week. Right. I think I can do right. it. And then on the other on the other points, practice resting God's will above your own. Man, won't that help with the anxiety and the split-mindedness? And then the last one, practice embracing God's care for you and mm-hmm. just knowing that truth and knowing that he's got you. And so those were the three key things that that – were pulled from those verses that I thought, man, I love that you said practice this. Because, you know, practice really is like the, I'm trying to get better at this. I'm trying to be shown where to go, what to do, how to move, whatever it may be. And so in this, to think, okay, we're going to practice some of these things. And I thought you did that. It was well said. And so that was interesting for me and things that I I took home. And then the last thing, I'm going to just say it because I thought it was so awesome. And I feel like Nathan's about to do it. What a great analogy or illustration with the bean bags in the in the sandbag. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. No, <laughs> the what? I think what? if you'd made what them heavier, it would have been more memorable. Man, yeah. that was an yeah, option. It'd have been memorable when the, when the EMTs yeah. came in to get me off the yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah. The joke was that. I have a 50-pound sandbag, I have a 75-pound, I have a 100, 150, and a 200. And, man, can you imagine? that It would have been visually, it would have been like, yeah, <laughs> trying to get that off on your shoulder and a, then a off phys- your... A literal oh, physical collapse yes. on stage. <laughs> right. That would have been memorable. I didn't yeah. want the pastor to go to the hospital, so 50-pounder. But honestly, I, I don't know if I've been in another sermon, listening to another sermon, and afterwards hear people come up to me and be like, 
Dude, that illustration was so great. Yeah. So many yeah. people kept talking about that, and I thought, man, it's such a wonderful job all around, but that was, no one's going to forget the beanbag and the sandbag. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know? That's so that was right. great. That's yeah, right. there was, a, there was really in those moments talking about that anxiety and, you know, the, the, the phrase, it's not thinking less of yourself, uh, thinking of yourself less, you know, we, we miss the fact that really that is pride. Yeah, because right. you're focused on yourself saying, why aren't things going the way they should for me? Right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm the one that's missing out. And I find that, you know, you know uh, having over life struggled with things like looking, you know, very much like self-worth or, or whatever, or in the sense that do I belong or whatnot? Um, it really is a dangerous, uh, deceptive, slippery slope yeah. to think yeah. that. And, and I think there's a there's an element of that. Where it's almost a you know these days a little bit of a badge of honor in in some ways to say yeah I really struggle with these things and the Lord's like no you you don't need to exactly if if it says be anxious for nothing the possibility does exist the reality exists you could live anxiety free mm-hmm. in your life you can make that think choice. about that <laughs> right you know it's not it's not something I mean the Lord says he's telling you mm-hmm. this is something that can happen. Um, now we know who we are, um, and we know we can get caught in those. So that when I say the kick in the gut, it was just such a reminder of, yeah, you know what? I got to keep telling myself this, this is what's happening. This is the enemy trying to take that anxiety, you know, pridefulness in, because what he doesn't want is he doesn't want me to live in actual humility. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And, 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 uh, the evil one is having a lot of success, uh, giving us stress yeah, and helping right. us to hold on to it. I, I was uh, one of the funny things to me is uh, reading all the stats on this, and that there there is an organization called the American Institute of Stress <laughs> Statistics. statistics. <laughs> the fact that yeah. there is such an organization, <laughs> and then to find out that seventy seven percent of people experience stress that affects their physical health. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's real. And if you just have a conversation with a handful of people, you realize that's probably very accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and we all have a tendency to take things on and then to hold on to them. And it's like, boy, I wonder if there's a solution to this. I can, I can vouch <laughs> for that. I actually, the first time I ever preached, got so stressed out, I gave myself shingles. Wow. Yeah. I literally gave myself shingles. Did you give them back? I tried so hard. It was and it was couldn't Christ- find the guy who gave them to me. It was a Christmas Eve service. It was like okay, this is like laid out perfectly. You know, right. it's Christmas Eve, but that physical yeah yeah it uh, does yeah. effect that stress can have on you. I mean, to this day, we still laugh about it. Like really, right? Shingles and yeah, never right. had it again. But you know, you, well, you just learn. As a man thinks, so, so is he. <laughs> and and honestly, you know, you think about choose this day between blessings and curses. Yeah. And, you know, and mm-hmm. you're just like, how can I mentally th- think who I want to be and how I want to live, and 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 am I allowing myself the anxiety, the split mindedness mm-hmm. to to take over and dictate everything? My choices yeah, I make, right. my attitudes, right. my interactions. Um, and, I don't think you've even heard people say, you know, I feel fractured or I feel, right. uh, you know, broken or, you know, this is that division. And I think we have to acknowledge, and, and it's great in this, you know, those stressors mm-hmm. are real. I they mean, it's no, real. we're not saying right. you're making these up in your head. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but it all comes down to the response. Right. Well, there's a, there's a, 
there's always a time to just sit back when something does happen and 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 something is stressful in whatever way and to acknowledge that it's real mm-hmm. but the the longer you just let it sit there, as you saw with the beanbag illustration, it grows, and so yeah. and then you, it's harder to throw it off. Yeah, so you hard. know, you've yeah. now you've now gotten into a habit of it's almost like this is my baby. I want to hold on yeah, to this it. This is how right. I live now. <laughs> that's right. This is <laughs> right. who I am, uh-huh. and that's that's that mm-hmm. pity party, and, yeah. and that that type of living just isn't the way God created life to be mm-hmm. lived. It's not full. It's not free. It's not fun. And but it's it's not caused by anything other than you allowing it to stay. Exactly. And so that's the that's where the sermon for me. It's like this is where the tires hit the road, and you mm-hmm. just going, yeah, this is very applicable because there there are times where it's like I just sit and let that win. Right. And right. it takes away from everything. Conversation I could have with Nathan in the office mm-hmm. or anyone, my wife, or kids. Yeah. Because I let that sit and and take over, and I can't think the way I should think. I right. can't think clearly, and that's you know at, at some point that's not okay it's you know, not yeah okay. and you know it's for freedom that christ set us free does mm-hmm. he is this this freedom is everything it's mm-hmm. every aspect of life that he did this mm-hmm. so that we can experience that right um and not be bound up in, in all of these uh, very temporal anxieties that aren't going to be here forever you know back to that uh that perspective of the future, you know, what was the, uh, as good as it gets, Jack Nicholson, yeah. right? That scene where he looks at everybody and goes, "What if this is as good as it gets?" In a counseling office, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, and 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 Jesus says, "Well, no, it's not as no. good as it gets." No. Well, and the other thing is, like the other side of it is, is you begin to be split minded and have anxiety and stress mm-hmm. and not do anything about it. It's not just. It's not just your emotions that are, but there is a physical, as you said, you got shingles or you're so stressed. There's a physical thing that happens too. And, and then there's more issues that come with that. I can remember being a kid and I think I was in fourth or fifth grade and we, man, my dad was a pastor of a church. We had to go Sunday morning, Sunday night, Mm -hmm. Wednesday nights, and there's probably like a Tuesday night Bible study. Yeah. And so I just remember one day being like, I don't want to go to church today. I was perfectly fine. I was mm-hmm. healthy as can be. And I remember thinking, okay, let me go get the thermometer and run it under warm water and then come in and tell my mom. <laughs> Did that work? I've so, always wondered. So, yeah, I, can, I was a good liar. Okay, I could convince my mom. And so I didn't have it where it was like 106. And yeah, like, you're right, right. But I do remember her, it was like 99-something. She's like, well, you don't uh-huh. feel hot. And I was like, well, I don't feel good. Here's the thing. An hour later, I got sick. Huh. I was trying to. I was. I remember being a kid, laying in bed, going, "I really am sick. Did I do that, or was I getting sick?" And just, man, what just happened? But I think it comes back to this principle that mm-hmm. I was conveying my to myself. I had to sell it to my mom so much <laughs> that I had to believe it myself that I was sick, and I got sick. Self fulfilling. And I was prophecy. like, I can remember being like, "No way that happened." And then as you get older <laughs> and you start reading things, you go, "Oh my gosh, this is actually true. This yeah. stuff does happen as you think, so you are." And so I think when it comes to this sermon, man, and that's why I love the illustration so much. Of it, it is that stress and anxiety that grows, and it doesn't just come out in emotions. It could come out in physical ways, emotional ways, mental ways, spiritual ways. Absolutely. And when all of that weight crushes down on all of that, you break somewhere, and that's not okay. And so. It's so real to see you throw that yeah. fifty pound sandbag and think, how much more freeing is it now to move around? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what God wants for us. Absolutely. And in the same way, it doesn't happen all at once. That stress mm-hmm. doesn't build up to the fifty pounds on the on your shoulder all at one time. It takes, you know, this sand, this little uh 
beanbag and that little beanbag, mm-hmm. and before you know it, you got that. In the same way, mm-hmm. we have the opportunity to build up a spiritual muscle memory in the yeah. right direction. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just the thought of, you know, my boys, who are now all adults, but get into this martial arts and how they're practicing and the whole idea is that they, they practice moves until it becomes automatic. Mm-hmm. And we have that same opportunity, only, only we actually have the power of the Holy Spirit within yeah. to help mm-hmm. us be more efficient at practicing spiritual muscle memory in handing over things in the immediate rather mm-hmm. than waiting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I would hope that we all would, would do that mm-hmm. so that we can walk in the freedom that is ours, as you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier, Nathan, you know, it was for freedom that we were set mm-hmm. free. Yeah. Well, that's the benefit of habits, too, is because mm-hmm. when things are easy, you're like, well, I'm doing these things, but mm-hmm. they're really not just for when things are easy, but when things go south and interruptions happen in your life. And you've built these habits and these structures and even these mental thoughts and capacity, spiritually speaking, to help you get through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying in that moment, if you hadn't built that habit, spending time with the Lord or whatever, and you're like, well, I can't go to him because I haven't built it and it's not going to be valuable. No, right, it will right. be. Still go to him at all times. Absolutely. But I think that's the benefit of habits is when mm-hmm. I don't have it where I can muster up and just do it. Well, yeah. my habits have created this where it's almost a natural thing for me to do now. And so when something comes my way, bringing anxiety, stress, whatever it may be, I can, I have these tools that I've created that I'm able to then use and implement. Mm-hmm. Hopefully most of them being built on the word, on the Lord. On, Absolutely. On, that's why I think it says the, uh, um, the, the word of the Lord won't return void because mm-hmm. there's times where you read and you're like, how oh, did I get anything out of it today? I can, I can try right, to find right. something. Yeah. But right. maybe in 10 years, you, something go, you're going through something and that pops in your mind mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I'm glad I put it in there. I'm glad I had the habit of reading the Bible, et cetera. Absolutely. And, and there's something to the muscle memory and going the other direction. Um, I can remember talking with someone. You know, you, you always see people and you say, hey, how's it going? And you can kind of gauge almost their personality. Well, you know, it's going all right. <laughs> And I, I used to do that, and I remember someone saying, like, is anything ever good? Because you <laughs> just, that, he said, listen to yourself. All Whenever right. somebody asks you, it's, well, you know, it's it's hard. And so you can, can I think in some ways you can go the other way, muscle right. memory of embracing right. the sure. anxiety. Absolutely. Is, this is part Thinking of Thinking less of yourself. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, you that know, becomes and, a habit, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. And to, the, to the, you know, it's, it's that, uh, the other joke of... Uh, uh, s- snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. victory. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, we're real good at that. Yeah, yeah. We, we love doing that. But yeah, I mean, I think there's that. There's one way of, of and if they both can be conditioned the same way, mm-hmm. um, it, it you know, sometimes, it, it like you said, it's time, mm-hmm. you know, just like anything. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to put, for lack of a better way of saying it, you got to put the work in mm-hmm. to exercise that understanding and that and that uh, mm-hmm. that, that uh, apply that truth to p- your apply life. Apply that truth, yeah. yeah. Well, it takes, and this is like you know, I feel like I don't know how many years we'll be able to keep using this word because at some point it may get changed into something bad. But discipline, mm-hmm. you know, you're like it just is that it's discipline, and as we know, discipline isn't fun. Yeah, right. It's not like a natural thing to be like, oh, I want to be more disciplined in every way. So mm-hmm. bring it. I'm ready for it. No, because we want ease and comfort. Yeah. I mean, from an even biological standpoint, your body wants homeostasis. It wants it to be in its little perfect bubble and nothing getting right, in the way. Right. And spiritually speaking, we can't have that. Mm-hmm. And that's not what the Lord wants for us. He wants us to grow. And as we've seen throughout this whole entire text in First Peter, 
He is like a loving father going, uh, we, he cares for us and he's pushing us in directions and allowing things to happen to us that will purify us. Absolutely. And it, and it will be, we will see them as fiery trials and yeah. we will see it as, as persecution or, or whatever. And, and it's all good because he's in control and he knows who we can be on the other end. That's right. He's using it for our good and for his glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen. I'm going to remember that, though, the next time I go to my doctor. It's like, no, sir, I am not out of shape. I am in homeostasis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll work. We'll, we'll see, we'll see yeah. how that goes. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's Nathan. Great. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. funny. And, and we, know that our, we, we know that everyone in that room that was there Sunday and everybody we encountered to some degree mm-hmm. is, is, uh, is experiencing stress and experiencing right. anxiety. And, you know, when, when you hear, you know, Peter's writing to a group of people who are going through this and looking to your left and your right mm-hmm. saying, you know what, I'm not alone. Right. Um, and I can support and, and love to that point of serving That's right. in humility, uh, realizing that, you know, what I'm feeling yeah, I bet you're somebody in here is exactly the way. <laughs> no right. question. Exactly. And they might only be two seats away from me. Right. But this is my chance to take a risk, to trust God that, you know what, the best thing for me to do is set mine aside, mm-hmm. pray for them, love mm-hmm. them, support them. Mm-hmm. Amen. And watch them experience that victory. Yeah. That you, he's working through us. What you just said is so true. Everyone is experiencing that. Yeah. And it's different levels of it at all times, but mm-hmm. we all experience those levels throughout our life. Now, the cool thing is that our church is initiating. Uh, yeah. Interestingly ahead, enough. Yeah. yeah. Perfect timing, which and, wasn't necessarily planned. It was, it was not planned way. at all. I, I, I hadn't even seen. It's the know, Holy Spirit deal. Holy Here Spirit we go deal. again. Yeah, on April 22nd, we are having a, a seminar, one-day seminar on uh, mental health, uh, specifically anxiety and depression. Um, and then if you've met uh, Dr. Jerry Mangazzi, who attends our church, uh, just absolutely brilliant. His wife, uh, Cindy, they have uh, this heart and passion for uh, truly helping people who are mm-hmm. dealing with these very real issues. Mm-hmm. And and not just in a way where it's like, you know, good luck, you know, just just uh, ignore it or be afraid to address it or, you know, the church is uncomfortable looking at it, but really in a, hey, you know what? So many people deal with this. We can't ignore it. We've got to teach each other to understand what it is, mm-hmm. uh, what causes it, and then how do we help? So a child in a family, a child dealing with this uh, in a family, how does the family love them? How, you know, how not to get frustrated or, or just feel hopeless in that. Mm-hmm. It's not counseling, um, but what it is is equipping. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's what we want to be able to do going forward is because we see these things and we want people to say, we want people to feel that when they come in our door and say, hey, you know what, you understand that I have a very real thing I struggle mm-hmm. with. But at the same time, you're trying to equip yourself to humbly serve and love. And so we, it's April 22nd, starts at 9 a.m. It's totally free. We, we felt that this is something to get it off the ground. Uh, we really wanted it to open those doors to the people at our church. Um, 9 to 2, uh, there is child care uh, for preschoolers, but you got to get on that and register pretty quickly. We, re- we want you to register so we can have lunch for you and, and all that, but it's going to be really good. We have uh, multiple professional uh, uh, mental health. And mental- where, where do they go to register? They go to coppellbible.org slash events. I think it's mental health slash mental health. Yeah, just, just go, go to our online. events page. <laughs> you I can find have, it online. <laughs> Michael threw that at me, and I didn't have it. But uh, I, well, you know what? Let's put it in the podcast notes. 
There we go. So when you get there, just look down at the bottom of the podcast notes, and we'll have the link there. And that is a Saturday, too. It is a Saturday. It is a Saturday. And like I said, we have several uh, mental health professionals who attend our church are going to be there speaking. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm excited uh, to see it. It's just going to be fantastic. So please, please, please come. We know know everyone's dealing with stuff. And so, yeah, if you at all feel intrigued by this, Mm -hmm. don't hesitate. Don't let the anxiety get in and be like, I don't know if I can be there. You can do it. It'll be beneficial. You can do it. We promise you. It'll be good. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, another great week. Enjoyed another it. Thank privilege you. just to be here and sit around the table and talk about That's it. It's awesome. Another privilege to have people in our church that we get to serve and love and just uh, feel that love back. Um, so and we're so thankful for that. So thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, once again, uh, look in the show notes for the link to that mental health event. Um, you can also go to coppellbible.org and look under our events page. But uh, we will see you Sunday. Bright and early. Can't <laughs> wait for it. We're looking forward to looking out on the, from that stage and seeing all your faces. So have a great week. Thank you for joining us for the Second Course Podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by the discussion. If you'd like more information about Coppell Bible Fellowship, you can check us out at coppellbible.org or email us at info at coppellbible.org. However, the best way to get to know our church is to join us on Sunday at 9 or 1045 a.m. We would love to see you.